Oh, right. Uh, I was going to try finding a way of making a New York Knicks uh, Nick Cannon joke, but this migraine is killing me. So uh, we beat the Knicks. That's all we need to know. <laughs> My soundboard's not working. What the? F- <laughs> well, there we go. It's started. Uh... What's up, everybody? This is the Hoops and Hefe Bison's podcast. I am your host, Don Denham. You can find me at Don underscore Denham on Twitter, as well as Colin. Please be sure to add us on Colin so you can receive a notification once we go live. Feel free to call in at any time. With me, as always, is my fellow Mavs fan for life, my bro host, Ruben Tomas, a.k.a. Reddit Mavericks, at Reddit Mavericks online, uh, with basically all of his tags. How are you doing, Ruben? Uh, good. You know, uh, had a very, very early game yesterday, so that was kind of weird, you know. By this yeah. time, yesterday, we're already like, you know, the takes were already done flowing, you know, from this game. <laughs> so. Yeah, I mean, like, it, I was just happy to see us, you know, emerge victorious in Madison Square Garden. There's something about beating the Knicks that gives me a, a small, uh, just a little bit more joy than it should. Yeah, and uh, I will say that uh, I want to touch on... Uh, the game before against the Pistons that we absolutely just like shit the oh, bed in. It, it, it broke us. <laughs> I think yeah. there's a whole lot about it that is like, there's the Sadiq Bay element of it. There's the, this is a team that's clearly not performing well. And then they still beat us. Um, Killian Hayes looked like an NBA player. Yeah. Like yeah. Killian Hayes going off was it 12 points in overtime it's just like man it's it's just it's weird he sold his soul for that game particularly because he will probably never perform that well again the rest of the season but you know hey i mean some people just need a win if that that cost them win by yama then good (laughs) 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 if that one way if that win that one messes up their their uh that that auto pick going I, that way. I do also appreciate like a, a win against the Knicks does a does a good amount of uh, taking away uh, tank Twitter off of my uh, off of my feed for a little bit. So I appreciate that. Yes, which I'm still like on the fence about. You know, uh, I, I, yeah. I mean, like I just don't really know what other moves. We, like it's basically blow it up or, you know, or just continue. Mar- you know, uh, mortgaging your future with. You know, no picks. Like, exactly. The constant the picks. Uh, but uh, fuck that. Let's talk about the game. Let's talk about the next game. Because that was, that was a lot more fun for, I think, everybody. Except for uh, fans of the Knicks. And, uh, like, two or three people who are still, like, really, really into Jalen Brunson. And, like, are still very, very mad about that move. <laughs> um, a good game. I mean, you know, Luca playing under 30 minutes. Uh, always a highlight. 30 minutes and a win. Always under 30 minutes and a win always great um you know almost still almost had a triple double uh i think i think i read somewhere that like his the score like his his line for this game actually lowered down lowered his uh overall stats 
he had 30 points, uh, seven assists, and eight rebounds. And apparently, that's that was enough for his for his uh, all of his um, all three of those stat numbers to go down. <laughs> like you know, which is hilarious. <laughs> um, under 30 minutes, though, um, no one played beyond 30 point at their own. No one played beyond 31 minutes. So Dorn had the most minutes, but he also like just like stunk up on the uh, shooting aspect of it. Uh-huh. Uh, the one day where it seemed like everyone else was doing pretty well on that uh, front. Um, had lots of guys hit multiple threes, which is, I mean, we've been waiting for this for fucking since October, September. So that was good to see that. Uh, it just took till December for guys to start waking up, I guess. Um, I don't know. I mean, it was a good game. Uh, of course, the aspect of uh, you know, you know, seeing Jalen Brunson there and like, you know, I saw the. Uh, um, I was retweeting quite a bit of it um, from Grant Afseth about uh, like just like you know the the highlights basically of like you know the uh, press conferences, the pre 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 game post game conferences, um, and just like you know Jalen being like, hey, like you know, just just like the the sound of I didn't I haven't seen the audio, but like I like was reading the quotes and it sounded like you know Jalen was trying to be very diplomatic about the fact that it sounded like we really didn't try to offer him a contract at the right time. <laughs> um, yeah, at the um, right time. And I think that's like the other thing that feels a little bit more petulant that it does feel like, like, oh, good point. I mean, granted, yeah. he was producing well prior to that, the contract extension window. So, like, it would have it would have made sense. Like, we probably would have saved money had we done a contract extension when we wanted to, you know, when he wanted to. So, you know, as opposed to them going full bore, like, you know, we wouldn't have to be paying what the Knicks are paying right now. You know what I mean? Exactly. Yeah. Like, we would, it would have saved quite a bit of money. It would have, I don't know, maybe this offseason, maybe this year looks a little different because of that. But, uh, and also, I mean, like, we could have signed him that and just, like, trade his ass anyway. You know, we don't know. I don't know what Nico and those guys were thinking about, you know, would have been thinking about. But, um, yeah, overall, I, don't know what, I don't. I don't know what timeline they're working on because, like, I, I don't. Yeah. It, well, when it comes to like, all right, we're not gonna. We're gonna ma- have Jalen do a prove it deal, then not resign him when he over delivers, because the more. I mean, and granted, like, I still think like that the the Jalen Brunson deal will only look as good uh, about three years from now, and then we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> now, yeah. 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 If he's, yeah. I mean, that's the same thing with like with Chandler Parsons, for instance. A lot of people were really butthurt that we let him go, and like basically, med staff was like, "Listen, you can do that, but dude's not going to play another, you know, three years." Now he he was a much more injured player, but it's also like undersized point guards that have done really well rarely continue doing well for long periods of time. Now, granted, I hope Brunson balls out the next four years and makes us look stupid. Um, it would be on brand for the Mavericks right now, <laughs> considering that, uh, like, what is their timeline? If you're going to be like, all right, we're not going to invest in that future asset that we can trade down the line. That's too much money on a small point guard. That's you know, that's historically not a great idea. But we're going to, but we're going to win now with Javale McGee and Compazzo. Like, there, there's a he's lot. Of, on, like, yeah, he's yeah. not even on the roster anymore. So that's like, no, absolutely not. Yeah. And it's like, or you know, getting Drogic right now would be a win now thing. You know, it's like, all right, let's get this guy that has maybe his one last good year in him. You know what I mean? Like if you were doing the, we're doing this one big last push because we made it to the conference finals. Some people call it fluky, but we were just a couple of rotation players away from making that work. You can make that argument. Now it's like, all right, 
we, we don't we're, we're not tanking like you know but our team isn't that young you know it's not like but the, the same group's been pretty much together since Luke has been here yeah I mean with the exception of like what Reggie and Spencer yeah I mean like we've added Reggie Spencer I guess if you want to add just like this year like really it's just Spencer like this full calendar year you know it'd be like Spencer uh JaVale <laughs> Bertons you know like, mm-hmm. uh, obviously our draft pick, you know, which, uh, shout out to him. Shout out to Jane Hardy for getting his first points in the NBA yesterday. That, that was is cool. awesome. He has been balling the fuck out in, uh, in the G League. Like, he looks like an amazing player in the G League. So I'm like, okay, cool. Like, that's probably a lower end rotational piece this year, you know, in the NBA. So I would uh, just like to start seeing him develop. But I mean, like, it should be like, I guess what I'd rather see is him do a whole bunch of, like, fuck ups and underperform earlier in the season rather than later in the season where that seems to be a bit more important when you're gearing for a playoff run. Yeah. Like, like are, they, they feel, are they saving him? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think that's, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. No, they need to be playing him like now, you know, uh, you know, even looking ahead, like I know we, we have a kind of a tough schedule coming up, you know? So it's like, it might be, I mean, I don't think like this win is great. This win is great, but it doesn't solve any of our issues really. Um, right. Except for three-point shooting. I mean, three point, we, for the one game, we shot like crazy. You know, like we were down by, I think, like 15 at one point, And we came back and beat them by like nearly 20. So it's like, hey, like, but also because like, and it's funny because Jalen Brunson even like mentioned this, like in the pregame stuff, he was like, both of our teams are just like, they haven't been able to gel yet for whatever reason, right? Like, um, which again, hey, like if you can go somehow get Jalen Brunson again, maybe that would help out like <laughs> all of our personal issues. But, uh, you know, the, you know, he was saying how it seems like both teams haven't really been gelling yet. Like, it takes some time, obviously. Like, is 20, 20 games too much time? Who knows? You know, but uh, um, you were just saying that, and I was like, okay, like, I guess that kind of makes sense. Like, because their team was oddly similar, where it's like, they have guys who, in theory, should be pretty damn good, right? Like, Randall, Barrett, Robinson, you know, all these guys, Grimes even, you know, quickly. And uh, they just can't, like, string wins together, you know? <laughs> like, just kind of like our issues. So, um, are sure. the Knicks really – are the Knicks the Mavs of the East, perhaps? You know? Like, I've always yeah, compared Dallas mid- to New York. Mid-tier. So. Yeah. I mean, like, that's – like, got a good amount of talent that, like, if, like, the switch is flipped or, you know, I almost feel like the talent and the physicality is there, but it's just, you know, now it's just a fully mental game and, like – I don't know, like, I, we're starting to see, you know, second, third-year Tibbs <laughs> versus second, third-year kid. And uh, I, be, I, I haven't really liked what I've seen this, I, I, or I haven't really liked what I have seen this season so far. Like, and it's it feels like a huge disappointment after how good last season was. I, I guess that's really kind of more the context of it. Um. But a uh, neat little stat that I just kind of stumbled upon really quick. Uh, shout out NBA University. Very good follow. Um, worst uh, worst field goal position or, or worst, oh man, worst field goal percentage on drives. In the top three are Fred Van Vliet, uh, Trey Jones, Keldon uh, Johnson, KPJ, and Ananubi. Uh, however, the number one in the highest field goal percentage on drives is Luka Doncic at 65%. <laughs> God damn. Jeez. <laughs> yeah, dude. Uh, followed by Durant, Steph, Boyan, of all people. Um, Boyan? Yeah, Boyan Bogdanovich. Yeah, uh, and Kyrie Irving. Wow. What a fucking, yeah. what a 
God, legends. Just like all those guys blowing the hole. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Holy shit. That's crazy. That's insane, dude. Yeah, dude. I I wonder if, like, yeah, uh, I mean, Bogey doing that's pretty awesome. Yeah, that's actually, like, a really cool, like, little, like, nugget for down. If if he sustains it, obviously, like, that's going to be a really cool, like, trivia piece, like, 10 years, 15 years from now. You know, like, oh, like, remember that dude? Yeah. Um, But overall, I mean, the game... Oh, it's so weird, dude. Okay, Obi Toppin only played 21 minutes and only shot five times. That's so... I thought he was, like, part of their future. You know, <laughs> like... I think I think everyone... I, I guess the, the, the metrics on him that I always felt were like, hey, here's a guy that's, you know, you're getting what you're getting out of college Obi Toppin. Like, you know, he looks really good in college, but that's actually kind of... He's almost, like, hit his ceiling already was kind of what, what <laughs> I gathered. Was, like... This dude's going to be a great highlight reel. He's very physical. He'll make some good plays. Like, but he's like, there's not really much room for him to get much better. That's crazy. Um, I guess I didn't realize that. Yeah. Uh, it, that's so far come to fruition so far. Like, I mean, like, I think, you know, that that's, I mean, granted, he's still super young. Well, he, he was, he was drafted fairly old too, right? Wasn't he? Exactly. Like, yeah. Wasn't he like a junior or something? Yeah. He was pretty old when he got drafted. He right see, he, how old is he now? He is. He's 24 already. Okay. Yeah. 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 It's only his second year in the league. So yeah, that's great. I didn't realize that. Yeah. That, that was kind of the, that was, that was the, uh, you know, a lot of people, when they were talking about that draft class, particularly, they were like, mm-hmm. yeah, this guy looks really fun, but in reality, it's just like you are, that is probably the best you're getting right now. Um, which I found very interesting. And part of it's, I think it's a bit more like modern NBA thing. It's, it's because of like how, how, Little he shoots, yeah, um, yeah. So, who knows? Maybe maybe would have been a you know, yeah, be more successful in like the Amari Stoudemire, uh, you know, era. Does that make sense? Yes. Oh, my printer decided to come alive. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> I want to talk a little bit about uh, Jalen Brunson uh, commanding his own ship. For sure. Uh, you know, not the best night for this. Well, not night. This game was at fucking eleven thirty in the morning <laughs> on a Saturday, which was really weird. Might I kind of like a World Cup game. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I was like, what the hell? Um, so shot five for eleven uh, for the field, uh, two rebounds and three assists as the starting point guard. Um, yeah, that I mean, dude, that's not gonna cut it. <laughs> like, um, I saw I saw tweets always with like funny tweets about oh, like he's not ready for the limelight. Like, it's a picture of a guy like I don't know, like the lights on or something like that. It's just like oh, he's not ready for it and stuff like that. I'm like, yeah, you know, like playing playing in New York has to be a lot different than playing in Dallas. Like, it just has I to. Think, be. I think also just like running your own team. I you know, I think like if you were to go to like I don't know another place that needed a point guard, you know, would it be would he be playing that much better in Utah or someplace? You know what I mean? Yeah. That isn't as big of a market. Like, yeah, it's New York. I just, I think that's the reason I like watching the Knicks flounder is because any, <laughs> any element of Knicks success is magnified tenfold uh, because of just uh the fact that it's in New York, I don't know. It, it like they they haven't done anything remotely important. Um, like aside from like, what was it? Like, 
just to have an above 500 record. I think there was like a very funny like response. Uh, uh, Jason Concepcion, there was like this whole like they did a version of We Are the Champions, but it's just We Are 500. Um, and just like all these Knicks fans crying and like celebrating because they're just great. Dog shit. That's awesome. Uh, I love that. <laughs> what, one last thing uh, since we did just play them, like there is apparently interest in Derek Rose. For the Mavericks is uh, is a little Again? Rumor, it's floating around. That's like that's like every year. It, yeah, that's <laughs> one, one of our like we can make an entire team of guys that we're interested in every year. It seems like, yeah. Uh, Derek Rose, man, you know what? Just, that it doesn't inspire me, but I mean, like, it would be a great addition to our Pokemon collection of broken former New York Knicks. That, you know, I'll just think, like, not even that collection, just like collection of like old, uh, former great players in general. <laughs> like, sure. Um, 34. He's been in the league forever. God damn. Like, oh man, that's one, that's one of, the, one of the dudes I was watching when I was younger, too. That's crazy. Um, I don't want him. <laughs> no, thank you. <laughs> I'm not on Derek Rose. We already we have Derek Rose at home. His name's Kemba Walker. So, <laughs> well, but like even the reports on Kemba, like they were like, okay, Composo's not gonna cut it, and we're like, all right, cool. Glad we wasted you know twenty games to figure that out. And then they're like, all right, we're bringing in Kemba Walker. Like, oh, but, uh, all right. Well, I mean, like, how's he doing? They're like, not great. Like his knee is, his knee is, his knee is soup. Okay, man. If only there, if only there was a a guy from Lucas Country, like who was available over the summer, who you know might have shown interest in playing with us. That would have been, that would have been a good idea. Oh, the Knicks play again today. What the fuck? And a guy that like makes good decisions, like doesn't need the ball to be effective. Like a guy that like, to be honest, there's, there's a lot of players right now on the Mavericks that always seem kind of lost or are incapable of creating their own shot, but can shoot open shots. Okay. So instead of like maybe having Luca be the sole orchestrator of that, uh, I don't know. It's, it's, it's becoming more and more infuriating as the season goes on. Um, and I, yeah, it's, it's hurting my soul. Uh, speaking of hurting my soul, I've been dealing with a migraine this entire day today, and I please go, please log off, uh, guys. Thank you so much for listening with us. Uh, Ruben's going to keep this train going and uh, talking about some fun things that he found. Uh, I would Maybe. We'll yeah. see. <laughs> In the meantime, I appreciate your ribs. Uh, follow us on all the things. Uh, I will uh, bid y'all adieu. All right. <laughs> uh. I did a good props to Tamari Jr. Uh, third game in a row starting, third game in a row shooting. I think he shot 20 or more points, both in all, all three of these games. Um, Tamari Jr. is looking really, really good. Um, I had a tweet, I think, during the Warriors game where I said, hey, look at this. Like, look at look at Tim Hardaway Jr. He looks amazing. <laughs> um, think about trading for him, essentially. Um, I'm still on that train. Um, I think Tim Harvey Jr. A lot of times it's kind of fool's gold. I love the guy. I love the guy. I love what he does for the community. I love what he does for like. I love how his, his you know his his uh his teammates love him. But you know we can't really rely on Tim Harvey Jr. being a fire catcher uh, every every game. Um, and I don't know. Maybe him starting it was like the way to unlock him. And maybe maybe he stays on team after after trade deadline's done. 
And in April, I'm looking like a fucking idiot because he looks amazing, you know? So um, that could happen. You know, that could happen too. Uh, again, Tim Martin Jr. shooting 8 for 13 from the field, uh, scoring a total. Actually, I think it was a, I think that was a, I think 8 for 13, 8, eight three-point makes was a, uh, was a, I don't know if a career high or a season high. It was one of those two, though. Um, it might have been a career high. I have no idea. But um, just overall, like, Tim looked amazing. I was really happy with him. Um, I could not believe that Spencer Dinwiddie almost had a triple-double. Um, I looked at the statue at one point, and it was like, you know, 15 points, 8 and 8. And he ended up with like 17 points, 9 and 9, which is insane. Uh, I don't, I'm not sure if Spencer Dinwiddie's ever had a triple-double, but that would have been an absolutely an amazing triple-double if he had, I don't know, if he was able to grab one more board or uh, hit another, or get one more assist on that uh, from, uh, you know, from his teammates. Um Again, I want to say congratulations to Jaden Hardy. Um, really fucking cool. He got his first, first two, first, first two, uh, two goals made or whatever, two, uh, two shots made in the association. Uh, he had one, he had one just, he kind of like, you know, a midi shot that hit that. And then he had uh, a nice look, a very crisp looking three. He shot a couple of that game. Um, both of the, both the ones before that I think were kind of offline. So, you know. They weren't going in, but that one that went in was looked looked crispy, looked good, looked like a very much a uh, NBA caliber uh, three. So that's good. Um, trying to think anything else I really want to talk about this game. Uh, I mean, um, let me see. I'm trying to think. Let me see. I really don't know. I mean, you know, we hit 24. We shot 61, uh, 61 three points, uh, three points, and we made 24 of those. So that's pretty good. I don't know if that's sustainable. I have no idea. Um, interesting though, I noticed that the, wow, the, uh, the Knicks scored twice, or Knicks attempted twice as many free throws as we did. We had 14, they had 28. Um, difference being is that they, they missed eight of those. Um, and would that make a difference? No idea. Um, it might have helped out with confidence later on in the game, but, um, as of right now, no. oh, no, it probably wouldn't because I just looked at their, their turnover ratios. Uh, we had 11, they had 19. The turnovers are going to do things. You know, it's going to happen. Um, it's going to mess things up. We also had more offensive rebounds, which uh, I'm not accustomed to us ever beating people on rebounds, especially offensive rebounds. <laughs> we had 14 of those, they had seven. Um, and we almost had the exact same amount of defensive rebounds. They they had 38, we had 36. So, I mean, we beat them on the boards, uh, where it counted, it looks like. Um you know, we shot <laughs> now the amount of times we shot is alarming almost to me because we shot 40, we shot 100 times and we made 43 of those, made free throws attempts, 43 of those attempts. Um, the Knicks, which I guess I didn't realize, like, I guess play a little slower, they only shot 77 times. Um, and only, only shot, uh, sounds weird considering that, um, you know, how, how fast <laughs> saying only uh saying only 77 times is uh a little weird just for me just because like, i remember how slow and sluggish basketball used to be nba basketball used to be so uh but yeah 77 is a low in uh, this day and age in the uh in the nba um i will say it did feel nice that uh this didn't seem like a mandatory loss uh when we had KP, it seemed like every single time we faced them, um, every time we faced the Knicks, uh, it was it was a guaranteed loss no matter what. Um, I don't know if like uh, the the spell had been broken or the curse had been reversed or something like that, you know. Um, but uh, 
it was nice to finally beat uh, the Knicks. It seems like we didn't beat the Knicks in like four or five years. Uh, I'm sure that's not right. Um, too lazy to look it up. Um, so yeah, just overall like fun game. Uh, very happy. Uh, it was very very early. Um, myself, uh, Don, and Squish were all super busy <laughs> after like literally right after the game. So I was like, there was no way we were gonna be able to. Uh, we were gonna be able to do anything. <laughs> Uh, regarding a, a podcast, um, that third quarter was super necessary. We needed that third quarter to go the way that it did. Um, you know, just because, like, we've it was good to see a third quarter where things were kind of going our way, like, we're getting shots, we're playing a league defense. Like, it's what we needed, you know, um, and we need more of that, you know, uh. If we play like that every single quarter, like for four quarters every game, like we win most of our games. Like it's just what it is. Like, and I don't, I can't, I don't understand like what the issue is when it comes to like effort. Um, like just trying, like it makes no sense, like how, how flat they look a lot of times. Um, but I mean, overall, a good game. Um, you know, again, shout out Tim Harvey Jr., shout out Luca, shout out Spencer, shout out Josh Green, like, uh, sh- you know, uh, shout out Jane Hardy. Like, these guys did what they needed to do, so in order to win this game. And like, I was really afraid that we were going to be at the laughing stock on NBA uh, Reddit for a few hours till the next game, next couple games started. But um, but yeah, I'm mean, overall, I'm happy, and uh, I need to go ahead and go. So I will see you guys later. Goodbye.